Hello, my name is Jeff Hall, and in this podcast, we're going to explore what it's like, what it takes to become and to stay dangerous. I'm going to blend science and spirituality on a quest of becoming the best version of yourself, following in your own footsteps, becoming who you really want to be. Will I become who I want to be? It's going to be a fun ride, so mount up and come go with me. All right. You know, I think that when I say stay dangerous, for most people, they're thinking physical danger. They're thinking being this dangerous guy to be around. And there certainly is an element of that. And what I want to to harp on, I guess, to highlight before I get into this podcast too far, is that what I really mean when I say to stay dangerous I mean to not be controllable, to not have somebody else control your thoughts, your actions. What I really mean talks to personal sovereignty, talks to liberty. And now that I've said that, and, and, and when I talk about personal sovereignty and liberty, and, and it's a way of thinking, it's a way of living, it's, it's value. And now that I've said that, I'm going to talk a whole lot about guns, because this podcast kind of mirrors my own life. And in mirroring my own life, I spent a lot of time Thursday night talking about guns. I taught somebody who had bought their very first gun. I I taught a woman up in New Hampshire how to shoot properly. Um, Obviously, I I had one day and I I had a few hours uh, there's a few more things I need to teach, but she can at least operate the gun safely. And she understands the four universal firearms safety rules, which I will go over before I finish this podcast, because I believe that I would be remiss and I would be negligent if I don't. And I also want to put out the disclaimer that I don't think everybody needs to own a gun. And this is kind of where we start with this podcast, because last Thursday, I went to a a minor league baseball game, the the Worcester Red Sox in uh, Worcester, um, uh, Massachusetts. And they have a beautiful venue, uh, about out of baseball games this year. But if you get the chance this year or even next year, probably, um, it's a beautiful venue. It's, It's a great venue. I had a good time. It was a beautiful evening. It had been raining all day, and so it, it stopped raining, and it dried up, and it was just a, uh, the, the weather was just like this perfect, cool, fall kind of uh, feel to it, and uh, had a great time. But I was talking a lot of time, uh, a lot of the time, um, about guns, and I, I've got a training coming up where I'm going to teach for five days in New New Mexico, and it's a constitutional defense class, and I get to blend the Constitution with with, uh, firearms. Man, that's that's a great combination, and I get to 
talk to somebody about the Constitution and get mentored and, and learn some more. And I certainly get to hang around with some guys that are fantastic firearms instructors. They make me better, and I'm happy and better off to be hanging out and teaching with them. Hopefully, I, I most of the time, I have something to offer them as well, and uh, we, we both make each other better. And so I'm looking forward to that. And and so that's why this podcast is going to be a lot about guns, because that's what I'm thinking about, right? Like a Thursday night, I'm talking guns. Saturday, I'm helping a woman shoot and I'm shooting myself and uh, kind of spooling myself back up. It is a perishable skill. And and then I'm getting ready to take this trip and, and teach, you know, 40 or 50 people help teach uh, how to shoot properly and and what it means and how to do that and probably end up much better than most local, most of your local law enforcement officers, right? Shoot better. Uh, and it's fun. I enjoy it. I like guns. And that being said, not everyone should own a gun. Uh, Thursday night, I was talking to a gentleman. He didn't know that if he could use a gun to take another person's life, And that's certainly a a huge responsibility, right? Most people think you just buy a gun, you buy a box of bullets, you watch the latest Jason Bourne movie, and you're good to go, and now you're a dangerous guy. And and I'm going to tell you that that's not the way that it works. (laughs) And if you're going to have a gun, if you're going to be around guns, I, I truly believe that you should definitely get some training. I feel the same way about anything that you're going to use uh, that that might be like that. If, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a mechanic, there are tools out there that you could use improperly that could hurt you, somebody else. I, I think that you know I, I certainly have a fire extinguisher in my house. I think that you should get some sort of training on fire extinguishers if you're if you're planning to put out fires and. You know, it doesn't take a whole lot of time and effort. Uh, On Saturday, I went up, uh, had a great time on Saturday as well, right? It was a beautiful day up in New Hampshire. The leaves are just starting to turn on some of the, some of the, um, on some of the trees. And we ended up going to a beach, had dinner, but I, you know, I spent three, four hours. It, It didn't take a whole lot. This woman bought a gun and she wanted to do the responsible thing. She's like, I, I need to know how to use it better. I need to know what's going on with this thing so that I can operate it safely. Uh, you wouldn't buy a car and not get some training, right? There's a lot of time that you spend when you're young practicing, hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. I've been on the road, so maybe some of you skipped that. Um, <laughs> but... I think the training is in order and to get back to Thursday night, you know, this gentleman was like, you know, like I have small kids. Is this something, you know, that I even want in the house? And certainly if you've got small kids, you, you need to secure the weapon, right? Because, and I think I've said it before on the podcast, you know, it's, It's like the the thing. Aviation in itself is not inherently dangerous. Firearms themselves, uh, by themselves, are not really that terribly dangerous if you know how to handle them and use them properly, if you offer no ill will. 
But I tell you what, if there's any negligence involved, if there's any ill intent, man, that can get out of hand real fast and it can be very deadly very, very quickly. So pay attention. Certainly do not take this podcast as some sort of training. <laughs> you need to actually get your hands on a gun and, and do some training with somebody that, that knows what they're doing. So, But I, I just want to talk about guns from the standpoint that I had the question posed to me. If I carry a gun, if I have a gun, energetically, does that mean that I'm looking for a fight? And that's a that's an interesting question that I've dealt with for a while now. And I, I gotta be honest, and, and spoiler alert, you know, maybe this will take you to the end of the uh, the podcast. Maybe you'll just be done here. I, I don't know that I have the right the right answer. I, I know that I have the right answer for me. And in becoming dangerous, you have to have the right answer for you, right? Because it's about what you believe and what you think that is right for you. I know it's right for me, and I can talk about that. And I've made my decision. I'm very confident that for me, it is the right thing. I'm very confident that it's the right thing because I am much more docile. I'm much more peaceful, if you will, when I'm carrying a gun. Because I do know what a responsibility it is. I do know how it can get out of hand. I do know how that if it's misused or neglected or any type of, not even neglect, but complacency, then it can get very dangerous very quickly. I, I know... Um, and the best way to, to to highlight that is there was a gentleman that was killed um, allowing a child to, to shoot a, a mini Uzi. And it's fun. The kids love it. They have a great time. And he got complacent. He'd done it over and over, probably hundreds, maybe even thousands of times. And um, the gun rises. And um, this gentleman paid the ultimate price for his negligence. Right. And I don't even know that he was negligent. He just got complacent. And in the complacency, there was negligence. He he didn't do what he should have done and um, ruined. Obviously, it, it took his life and, and ruined other lives with it. So I'm very serious when I say that I've made this decision for me and, and you need to make the right decision for you. And if you choose to carry a gun, you better get some training. If you don't know who to do, if you don't know where to go and who to talk to about that, by all means, give me a call. Um, I'm not everywhere, but I have friends just about everywhere. I have people that I know that are good instructors really all over the United States. I have Alabama, Texas, Utah, Nevada, Connecticut. Uh, obviously, if you're in New England, I can, I, I'm close, but Florida. I've, I've got uh, Indiana. I've got friends pretty much everywhere that, that I know that can get you some good training. So by all means, get some good training. But I want to talk about this just a little bit more about this mindset. And for me, the mindset, and I'm going to give you my answer here. My answer for me 
is I'm not looking for a fight. I'm not looking to take somebody else's life. I am looking to protect. I'm looking to hold space, protect. And, and, and the word that they use in masculine and feminine is containment. I'm looking to make safe myself and the people around me. And I like the saying, I don't carry a gun to impart my will on someone else. I carry a gun so that if I choose not to have somebody else's will imparted on me, I have that option. If a man comes at you with a knife and you have a gun and the man says, do this or that or whatever, now you have options, right? You can lay the gun down. You can always do that. You can always do that. You don't have to use it. You don't have to fight. But it's nice to have options. And Thursday night, another wrinkle kind of came in. That You know, my, my kids are grown. My, I have got two daughters, two beautiful, wonderful daughters. I love my, I love my girls. When I'm in Tampa right now, I'm a little worried about her because of the hurricane, but she's going to be good. She's going to be awesome. And, um, but I have two beautiful girls and they're, they're adults. So I don't have to worry about small kids at some point, maybe my daughters will, will have kids and, and, um, you know, I'll have grandkids or whatever. And, and then I'll have to worry about small kids and, and little tiny fingers can, can, you know, they don't understand, right? They don't understand. They certainly don't know the four universal firearm safety rules. I think you should teach them when they're very, very young. But so that adds a new wrinkle. And he's asking me, you know, is this, and I'm thinking, you know, once again, I understand there's danger there, right? Like if you're negligent, if you allow a small child to get a hold of a gun, it can be very dangerous. It can be very, and at the same time, if you've got small children, my first instinct, my first thought was, how can you protect you and your family without this tool, right? I'd like to say, and, and I'm certainly not going to harp on it or, or malinger here, but I, I'd like to say that bad things don't happen, um, evil doesn't exist, and all that, but, but it does. And it's out there, and bad people do bad things, and I get that. So... When my kids were little, I, I, they're completely dependent on me. They're completely depending on me to provide containment, to provide a structure, a safe place for them. And that's my job. And so for me, the answer is that. How many times have I just mentioned safe safety? Right? A safe place. Protection. It's about mindset. If I strap on a gun and I go looking for a fight, if I go looking to be Billy Badass and, and looking to in, impart my will on somebody else, then I shouldn't carry a gun. And I'm going to implore you not to. If, however, my mindset is this is a useful tool for when things go really, really wrong, right? Like, once again, I, I carry a, a fire extinguisher. 
And I don't expect to have a fire in my house. I light incense uh, pretty much every day. Maybe not every day, but I light incense frequently. I cook in an oven every now and then. I, I have a stove. Uh, certainly I have heat. Um, there are things that can cause fires, right? Like I have electrical appliances, sometimes cords wear out, all this stuff. And still, I don't expect to have a fire. And I have a fire extinguisher. And I know how to use it. I have a full-size spare on my car. I don't expect to have a flat tire. And even if I do have a flat tire, I'm going to call AAA, or actually, it's not AAA I have through my, my car insurance. I have uh, you know roadside assistance. I'm not going to change the tire myself. I can. Um, heaven forbid it would be raining or something. I'm not doing that. <laughs> right? And yet I have a full-size spare, and I don't expect that to happen. And I don't have flat tires, and I don't have fires. I don't expect to have to use a gun. And I, I never have yet. And a very, one of my favorite, another favorite saying is, you know, a gun is like a parachute. If you need one very badly and don't have one, the odds are you will never need one again. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Um, the same goes for a parachute. If you need one very badly and do not have one, it's not likely you'll need one the second time. So if you are somebody that decides to carry a gun, know the four universal firearm safety rules. The first one is you treat every gun like it's loaded. The second one is you never point the gun at anything you're not willing to destroy. The third universal firearm safety rule is that you keep your finger off the trigger until you're on the target. And the fourth one is know your target, what's beyond your target, what's between you and your target, basically target awareness. Pretty easy if you're out on the range. It's pretty really, it gets very, very difficult very, very quickly if you're in a real world situation. So, know those four rules. How about this? Know that, um, maybe I shouldn't say it, so I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm going to say it now because I, I, I brought it up. Uh, know that you can probably break one of those rules and not have a catastrophic, terribly, tremendously horrific thing happen to you. But I'll tell you what, if you break two of them, it's going to be a sad day. So understand this. Being dangerous is more about a mindset. And if your mindset is to protect, if your mindset is to provide security, provide safety to yourself and the ones that you love, then it's a fantastic tool. Keep that mindset as you build confidence and you train, keep that mindset. You are not Billy Badass. Avoid the fight. I'm going to leave you with this thought. I love guns. I hope you get a gun. I hope you train with a gun. Because that means that 
you are less controllable. And know this, at the end of the day, should you ever get into a gunfight, no one will win. No one wins a gunfight, I promise you. But I'll tell you what, my favorite thing is, you know, I would tell people as we would go into a shoot house, as a father, if someone would break into my house and I would die in the confrontation but save my daughters in the process, that's still a win for me. So if you're willing to put yourself in harm's way to protect yourself and those you love, by all means, get a gun. Learn to use it. Get good with it. Be better than any bad guy that you might meet. And I believe God is on your side in those cases. And I believe, I believe that good always triumphs over evil. Truth always wins. And love always eradicates hate. So if that is your mindset, by all means, go out, get a gun, get some training. You can train with me. You can train with somebody else. But don't go looking for a fight. Because then you're part of the problem. Alright? And always, always stay dangerous.